Gabby has chosen for her album uh, Linkin Park's Hybrid, Hybrid Theory. Theory. 2000 is the year of its birth. Yeah, 2003 was the White Stripes one. Sorry, I didn't say that earlier. Um, so Gabby, would you like to tell the class why you chose this as your formative <laughs> album? Absolutely. The reason, the reason why I chose this album and why I think it's a fundamental album for me is that it is one of the first bands, like angst bands really, yeah. that I got into. Um, and this actually sets a path for every angst band I listen to nowadays, which is most of my music, let's be honest. I try my best (laughs) to balance, to be honest, so that I'm not just crazy, sad emotion anger. But yes, the reason, so while Jesse's super lyric focused a lot of the time for like back in the day. My thing was more emotion focused. Mm. Should I take my cat out? Um, I don't know. You anyway. tell me. <laughs> so, yes. So I'm. I was way more emotion emotionally driven. Um, this is my foundation for why I love screams and unclean vocals, I believe. Yeah. And this is like very important to the bands that I listen to now. I am genuinely a metalcore kid. Um, and Linkin Park was pretty important to most bands that are in metalcore. Yeah. Um, and so with the genre stuff, it is new metal, alt metal, scritch scratch. So it has that influence Uh um which is very issues the band issues it's very scritch scratch um (laughs) new metal you know new metal scritch scratch and it's also a timeless kind of album i think uh i have a lot of nostalgia with it and uh i'm very blinded like rose-colored glasses with this album and also, I used to watch a lot of AMVs, which are like animated music videos, which are user-created, put-together, mashed up like different animes or video games yes. footage. And they put a lot of these kinds of music onto it, and a lot of it was Linkin Park. So that's very important to me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Connecting with like people online about music was really interesting because I didn't have anyone to talk to about it in my oh. real life. Origin story though, for when I first started listening to Linkin Park was actually so this is an album in the two thousands, but I was like eight. No. Seven. So I was pretty young. Like I was in elementary school when I first listened to Lincoln Park. Um, because of my that's cousin. crazy. No, that's yeah. If you, I, yeah, if you listen to it right when it came out, that's so funny. The, I was actually thinking not about when that. it came out, but oh, well, but I was. Oh yeah, it Even, was like years, a, a handful of years later. Yeah, 
but yeah, that's still. interesting. I think Meteora also was out um, the second album, which mm-hmm. also slaps. Like between Hybrid Theory <laughs> and Meteora, like those two are just so good. Just okay. essential. I'm gonna. I'll have to go and listen to Meteora. Yeah, that's where you know, like Numb, Breaking the Habit, those songs. Okay. Uh, Saint, Encore. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> but yeah, just like iconic Linkin Park is between both of these albums. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I dueled them, I guess. Yeah. Yes. And All right. One, one. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, I, I think, think that's so. About everything. Jeez. Um, okay. First song is Paper Cut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so okay, thoughts. Um, yeah, this song slaps. Uh this is not the song that I said verbally out loud when I first listened to it that this song slaps, but it does. And it's a really good intro. I like it a lot. This is one of my top three for this album for sure. Um, I gave it an A plus. I'll just say it right off the bat. I like it a lot. Um I I wrote in my notes, I feel like it has nice simmering under the surface rage, which is great because you get that kind of like to pull into these like deeper, even more angsty songs that follow. So I really like it as a first track and just that that beat in the beginning is so nice. It's really nice. I like it a lot. Yeah. I'm glad I'll say in advance. I'm glad that you made me listen to this album because I think I've always given Linkin Park crap and I don't know why actually. Actually, I do. Okay. I kind of know why. And we'll get to that later on in this album. Um, it, but it's not fair. And I do think that this making me listen to this has completely, uh, switched kind of the way that I was thinking about this band in my head, which I'm very grateful for because I quite, I quite enjoyed listening to the album as a whole and yeah. And this is a, this is a good first song. Really good. Mm-hmm. This one's one of my favorites for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I said intro slap, just like you sort of. It, it does. Part of that. It really does. Yeah. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Give this an A. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know what to say about this album because I seriously cannot objectively go through it. Like okay. I just like feel things and then I'm like, all right, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I get a very it. nostalgic person. That's the thing. I think this album for sure has a very strong tone i think and it's super unified throughout um maybe they're like yeah yeah it's a debut album that's crazy yeah that's true that's true it's pretty cohesive and well thought yeah yeah and i so okay actually this may be an ignorant question but i'm gonna ask anyway because i know you'll know um i feel like (laughs) i feel like Linkin Park sort of innovated this sound, but am I wrong to think that? Like, 
Mm. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it more open ended and then you can answer it. And then I can tell you if I meant something different. (laughs) So, okay. I guess I'll say that I think Linkin Park made new metal accessible. Mm -hmm. They are not obviously the founders of new metal. It's just like, they made it more like Chester obviously is pretty. Like his vocals are very pretty. And also, like, normalizing screams, for sure, to okay. media. Okay, so, so I I didn't sense, necessarily... Yes. Yeah. With Sonically, um, because it meets in some middle point, which is also the point of metalcore as well. Okay. So it's like taking popular stuff that would be easier for... A general public to listen to but also still making it super angsty and super you know like not taking away that stuff yeah no so I don't necessarily mean I guess the the new metal well okay I guess it's more maybe this is what you mean by that so that I guess I'm trying to put a finer point on it so like for me um, for me, I sense this kind of fusion in a way of this, mm, what do I want to say? Like there's, there's a heavy hip hop or R and B influence, I guess, in Linkin Park with this, uh, with this kind of new metal screaming and angst, etc. Again, I'm being very vague, but I, I feel, I don't know. They were definitely the first people to popularize that kind of thing, no? Or not? This is my question, I guess. I think they were definitely one of the founders for popularizing it, for sure. Okay. But I don't think they're a good representation of, like, right, it's it's like a fusion. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Which I like a lot. And I yeah. I guess I don't, I can't think of a lot of other bands off the top of my head that represent it this way to me. So I think that's why I'm saying this because to me, they're in the forefront of my head for this sound. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they are the only people who do this sound. And obviously, actually, mm-hmm. it's kind of, actually, I quite enjoy the fusion of like R&B style vocals with screaming and I can actually think of a lot of bands that do that but it's it's it feels grittier and more urban to me with Linkin Park especially in this album I don't know if that's the right way to say it Uh, I yeah like it depends what genre you're comparing it to so like I think Linkin Park's way more melodic actually and melodic just means like more produced and like right. smoother um which is the opposite of what you just said because from new metal like basically like rage against the machine is like new metal right this yeah it's just smoother like it's uh yeah it's not as aggressive in like mm-hmm. a certain way but mm-hmm. it's just like internally aggressive yeah like it's very like i hate myself (laughs) (laughs) don't we all i don't know Um, i don't know i i think it's more melodic 
Yeah. I guess, okay, so maybe what I mean is that more of the fusion of this lies more more towards hip-hop than towards R&B, I guess. Mm, do I agree with that? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, mean, I guess I, that's I guess that's what I'm getting at. I guess I'm saying more it, of my... It's not very R&B-y. Yeah, I'm used to... Yeah, okay, yeah. No. Anyway, this was like a long an tangent. example of a fusion with R&B is Issues. They're very... Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. One of the yeah. leads of that, which is like groovy, right? It's groovy. Mm -hmm. This isn't really that groovy. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, yes. Perfect. You yeah. you understand know. what I'm getting at. Thank I don't you. really know exactly what you're saying in terms of your original question, but we got somewhere. Well, you know what? My original question was stupid, so we're just going to ignore it and move <laughs> on from here. Definitely Linkin Park was big. So, and both of our well, both of our bands are well known in this one and they are well known, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, vaguely popularized something in some way. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I can, I guess a lot of bands don't sound like this. In fact, Linkin Park turned a leaf after, right? So mm -hmm. we can talk about that later. But Great. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Okay, uh, the next song is One Step Closer. So, One Step Closer. Um, I also like this song. I, I will say that, okay, so this is, I wrote this in my notes. And so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to heavily caveat this because I feel like I'm going to step on people's toes saying this sometimes. And I, I say this with love. Sometimes I do find Chester's voice a little bit annoying. Just a tiny, just a yeah. tiny bit. I don't... I, I think so. I don't know what... Yeah, it's interesting. Nasally. because What? Like, he's, it's nasally. Like, he sounds like a nerd. But I don't always mind that. I think it... The thing is, it's very specific times. And even despite that, I quite like this song. I don't dislike this song because of it I think just at certain moments yeah sometimes yeah, it works really well and other times it doesn't so yeah yeah I think it depends on the pitch he's trying to get at yeah because in in the beginning of this yeah this is very like sing speak this is like very like he's not even singing yeah it's just sing speaking, which is yeah. like uh, Chester's voice. Uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Yes. But, but maybe, yeah, the sing speaking, I guess. I can see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't always feel that way. So, it yeah, it does depend on the timing and the, the use of it in the song itself. So... So I think it's mainly, like you said, maybe it's just the sing speaking sometimes. Um, I will say, though, what does, I I feel like I know you to have a bias, Gabby Lean, um, against a particular type of kind of, shall I say it, grunge vocals 
Um, and just, I would not say that this is that, but I, I guess I'm curious as to when raspiness starts to bother you and when it doesn't, it doesn't bother me in this at all. So this is not me saying that it bothers me. I'm just curious because I know that in the past you've been annoyed by people who have kind of this raspiness maybe is the right word for it. I don't know. But this is different because it's screaming also. But there is both. There is some of that also. There is also some raspiness, I think. Am I wrong to say this? I think you're going to have to give me an example mm. of raspiness and your idea of raspiness. I mean, I guess if we're going to go stereotypical. Or like what part of this song you can play. Oh, that you're thinking of. I don't know if it's in this song or if it's just a general question that I had. So let's find out. Okay, kind of there actually. Yeah, a little bit there. So that's like verge of scream, but it's also very raspy. Uh, when did I ever say I don't like raspiness? I guess it's just more that it sounds like gruff or rough. And I, I guess I, I know that you like screaming, so that doesn't surprise me. It's more. It's more the the like the singing also verges on this kind of not quite that's, that's most of Yeah, that's part. that's why I'm asking because I'm curious. I just I remember I don't remember what band it was. I just remember at one point you were like, "Oh, I don't like the way this person is singing." And it was I feel like it was on the vague end of that kind of like grunge style vocal. Maybe it was the context though because I suppose if you take that in a different, like with a different backing and it's not with this, this type of backing, maybe that changes things. I'm not sure. I'm just curious. Hmm, I don't, I'm not sure how to answer this because I really can't think of the raspiness. I don't like. We'll yeah. find some. Maybe if, Someone, maybe if someone sounds like they've been chain smoking. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and they're, they're about to cough on is me. That, that's the, but otherwise you like all raspiness, generally. Mm, I don't okay. know. Um, I feel like, yeah, I don't really, I, that's not my pet peeve, okay. usually. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying usually because I don't want to say always. Fair. Um, just in case I'm wrong. <laughs> I can't think of one. Fair. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. Well, we've gotten way off track. <laughs> I'm sorry. That. <laughs> All based on <laughs> one random thing that I think happened back in university that I don't even remember the band at all. And I wish I did, because I ba- apparently I based a whole idea of your music taste off one one passing comment that you made, which is completely inaccurate. So, yeah, yeah, my music vocal pet peeves are weak mm. ass vocals and off key. So I get, <laughs> I get that. <laughs> <laughs> that's legit my pet peeve so vocals, funny so. yeah anyway yeah. are you talking about um 
the the band okay it's uh <laughs> regardless i gave this song an a i do like it despite all of the tangents we just went on they weren't entirely related to this song they're just vaguely related to this song i like i like the song um yes i just wanted to know these things apparently as i was listening to it <laughs> but i did i did like it I really like it as well I gave it an A I think it's lacking depth lyrically yes definitely yeah I like when he screams at the yeah end though i think yeah actually that maybe would be one of my bigger critiques in general but to be fair like i said even with the white I know stripes album being like oh i thought this was so good lyrically when i was a middle schooler i now don't really think it's as sophisticated same as i once believed it to be so there are other things that matter as well which is why a lot of these songs maybe in my opinion don't have the most amazing lyrics in the world but yeah i still gave them high ratings because they have kick-ass sound so that's what matters sometimes Right. I think Mike Shinoda is a good lyricist. I think Chester is a weak does lyricist, chester write do but I love did Chester they write in more. conjunction Rest in peace. or did they write their parts separately Yeah. They write their parts. I don't know how their writing oh okay process is. I only know Dance Gavin Dance's oh okay writing process. there well one we have a dg <laughs> or yes sorry dgd episode can't wait to hear about that but Yeah, me <laughs> too. Anyway. okay um cool so All right. The next song is With You. I didn't have anything else to say. Yeah. i i like this song i like I particularly like in this one, the scream singing, also the kind of like weird uh, scratching in the intro is int an interesting uh, thing. Oh, well, I actually have a, I have a game. No, it's not a game. It's just a dumb question that I thought about in uh, conjunction with the fact that our podcast is called wimps yelling about music. Um, So I'll tell you about that later. But this song solidifies some things about that future question for me. Regardless, yeah, I like this one. I don't, I really like uh, Mike Shinoda's voice. Like I like his rap style, but I don't find the rap as compelling on this one for some reason. I don't know if I can put my finger on it fully. Yeah. But despite that, it's still a solid song. I I gave it a B. Yeah. Yeah, I this is my least favorite song off the album, if you're not counting the bonus tracks um, off the bonus edition. This, I gave an A and B. I think it's the most boring song Yeah. off of the album. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's repetitive. Yeah. It's just kind of a chilling, a chill song, which like I appreciate because There are so many like hard hitting songs that you need to just chill out and sleep, bro. You know? Chill out and skate, bro. With you. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm slightly embarrassed and I'm regretting saying that I'm going to share this Oh, podcast. because you said Fine. chill out and Anyway, skate, bro? next song.
just in general, but yes, mostly that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You know, we can edit everything out and... <laughs> <laughs> nah, can't. Mm-mm. Raw, too. We're we are, feeling about and music. I feel lame. <laughs> For so. reason. Glad to know I'm not alone. Exactly. Um, Same. <laughs> I don't know why you're you're upset. You obviously, yeah, never mind. It's fine. We'll just keep going. Um, I should say the next song is Points of Authority. Points of Authority. I quite like this one. I have I I have this feeling now as we're going back over it and I'm listening to the intros of these songs again that I wish I had done a breakdown of every intro in this album because I do think it's really interesting how much variety there is that I'm only now noticing on what what is this like my fifth listen something like that um yeah Yeah. it's really interesting because this yeah this intro is completely different than the last few all of them are probably this way this has this kind of like robotic intro which I find fascinating then it transitions into this lovely kind of rap and then we have the the vocals but to me the vocals on this have this vague manson quality to them which i really like like it's very it feels very 90s to me and i i love it i i quite like it actually i'm realizing i don't know like oh i didn't rate it low but i think i should have rated it higher actually because i have it down as a b plus and i think it's at least an a because i I don't know. I I love the sound of it, so I don't know why I rated it that. Anyway, enjoy. Very much enjoy. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. This is one of my favorites also. Uh, I give it an A, obviously, because A is the top. Uh, It's just so good. Like, every like every part just one to the other just keeps slapping it just like punched me in the face already like I'm ready to go and I'm ready to punch other people in the face yeah. you know yeah Oof, that's classic classic points of authority was one of the first songs I listened oh. to by Lincoln Park as a wee seven-year-old or whatever mm-hmm. age I was in like third grade or whatever this banger nice this banger for sure yeah that's all I have nothing constructive to say about okay. any of this um <laughs> all right so uh the next one is crawling with- listen to the intro okay so that one sounds like there are um there are techno ghosts about to come steal my soul. It's very fitting for the song, so. Yeah. Yeah. There are techno ghosts that are about to steal my soul. Oh, wow. The intro on this is so good, man. I have to stop it because I will listen to the whole thing. Um, I, I really like this one a lot. I see why. So this one to me is one of the ones I knew before the album. And I didn't, I don't think I remembered how much I liked this song. And maybe I'll get into that more when we get to the other one that I knew before. I Because I, I, I really had not listened to a lot of Linkin Park, to be fair. So most of it was being exposed via radio or whatever. And I don't know if I just wasn't in the right frame or phase of my life to appreciate it. But this song, that 
that weird intro that I just realized how cool it is where the techno ghosts want to steal my soul. And then to come in so hard with that scream in the beginning is so, it's such a power move. I love it. I love it a lot. Yeah. I have a strong appreciation for this song now that I definitely did not before. And I see, I also think the chorus is in general very listenable for this one, which I think is maybe why it was one of the ones that was like picked up and was sort of a more mainstream hit from what I remember. Again, my exposure was more limited, so I could be reading that incorrectly. But yeah, it's good. It's really good. I gave it an A. I'm almost tempted to move that up again. Again, I really like this album. Glad you made me listen to it. You might, <laughs> so. you might feel the empathy thing where you're picking up on my energy and you're enjoying this even more so who knows possible but yes if, it's fine if this played on the radio <laughs> I wouldn't really enjoy it that much just like because you listen to Linkin Park in your room by yourself with the doors closed with headphones on Hell really yeah. loud in the <laughs> dark and fucking crawl on the floor and just fucking go <laughs> this is exactly like i understand when people are like oh yeah it's their whatever if they haven't like listened to it in yeah. their personal space i think um because it's very yeah. angsty for reasons uh you can't just casually listen to angsty music i think i do feel that i, I feel like this album and maybe Linkin Park in general, but well, I'll just say this album since that's mainly the scope of my knowledge at this point. This album makes me feel way cooler and more hardcore than I actually am. So this is where the whole wimps yelling about music thing comes in because listening to this, I, it's a strong feel. I'm not, I'm not anything like this album. But when I hear it, I think that I am, you know? And I am ready to take on some people to, to go fight. Yes. Yeah, it's great. Crawling I love it. It's iconic, and it's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. It's the one that made me sob a bunch on Friday, drum playthrough. Oh. Um, Bucktopia. Anyway, because... It's so sad. It's so sad. And like, the, it makes me super sad because of Chester's death. He's super sad. That's why. Anyway, so I, extra sad. Um, but yes, no, like literally every part leading again is just, it's amazing. It's just, and then it goes back. So after the screams, it goes to chill and then it goes back. It's not really screams. It's just yelling. Um, yeah. Incredible. Also, all of these songs yeah. are super hard to sing because you have to yell a lot, uh, which I respect a lot. I don't think yeah. I've actually properly sang Linkin Park ever. Um, I've done the rapping parts, which is funny because it's the only thing I can really rap, to be honest. I don't. I mean, to be fair, the flow yeah, isn't most, like, it's not the fastest flow most of the time. Right. So that's why. Because, like, I can't talk fast in any yeah. language. So I yeah. can't rap. <laughs> like, and, like, that's, I and need, that's okay. like, 
the hype of Chester for me to like have the energy to rap because usually rap is like very angry right and I don't have that usually unless I'm like scream refrain um I have the energy to scream not to rap anyway right sorry tangent <laughs> no I liked it I'm good with it <laughs> um yeah I like obviously good song so I think yeah. Shall we to the next? Okay, whoa, this one sounds like uh, this intro for, sorry, we're moving to Runaway. This intro sounds like Techno Frogger. Yes. It's, yeah, there's, there's a bubble popping, beautiful, wow. Again, I want to go back through this album and write a short description of all of the intros because I really think it's a rich minefield of of content. Honestly, um, but let me continue. From that, people should sample Linkin Park more. I don't actually. Yeah. I, it's actually kind of baffling that people don't. Since we're in. So. I'm surprised. Too. Like, we're in a current state of like total sample culture. Like, it's totally common to sample things from everything. So. Yeah, Linkin Park's iconic, and they have these crazy intros, so just saying. They do. I, honestly, I, it's crazy to me that I'm only noticing now as we're going back through it on this listen. Oh, man. Okay. So let's get to it. Um, intro is Frogger, but the pyramid level <laughs> of Frogger, which existed on some old Mac. No, not even Mac. It was an old Windows... PC that we had and we de I definitely played this weird kind of 3D version of Frogger back when the graphics were still not good and that intro is exactly like this pyramid level of the game that I remember playing. I don't know why that's that's all I can associate with it now, but I love it. I this is one of also one of my top three. So oh, whoa. so far, Paper Cut was also up there. Runaway is is also one of my top. Um, yeah, I love. I feel this has such a vibe to it. As uh, loath as I am to say vibe in this way, <laughs> but it does. And I actually, I feel this. Uh, well, there's almost like a synthy thing in the beginning with the intro, but then. It's, it's got this sort of, I put a red hot chili peppers quality to it, which is an interesting uh, point of comparison. I actually have no idea how you feel about red hot chili peppers. Uh, how do you feel about a them? A lot of things. <laughs> they, Good, bad. For, I Generally. Guess they're just California to me. They seem like chill dudes. True. I had a friend true. in high school that super loved them. Um, hmm. I mean, they're fine. They're, I mean, they're fine. fun. Yeah. They belong on the radio. Yeah. Take that as you will. Fair. Uh, <laughs> that's not a, that's <laughs> usually an indictment, if anything. Let's be real. So, which is something I would say, too. It's a shady, shady <laughs> thing. Um, It's okay. I don't mind it. I, the thing is to me it's like um it's 
like everything I kind of enjoy about Red Hot Chili Peppers, but made angrier, which I like, of course, way more. So, uh, <laughs> give me a song that there, you're thinking there's, of, like the good. I don't know, like, because I might be thinking of too slow of songs. Something about that, like, backbeat in there. Huh. I don't know what it is. Oh, what? What Red Hot Chili Peppers? I don't know. No, I would have to. It? I'd have to listen. <laughs> right? Maybe, but it's it might the be basic. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, it is. It's just something that connected for okay. me for a second, and it. Yeah, it's not. I don't think that they're anything like Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> so it's it's just again. This How is odd. basically the same thing as me saying the intro is that Frogger Pyramid level. Because I bet 100% that if I was ever able to find that Frogger uh, game, I bet the soundtrack would be absolutely nothing like the intro to this Linkin Park song. It's just an association in my right. head. Um, yeah. I Yeah, I love this song. I, re I just really, I like the, I like the chorus a lot. I think I resonate with the lyrics a lot for this one. So I think that is also why it pulls at me. Um, yeah, I no bad things to say about it. Huh. Quite like it. Yeah. Not even Chester's vocals. Thought. No, no, I like them. And that's what I meant when I said earlier that I find them annoying sometimes. I mean, very, very infrequently. Huh. I think maybe it was only in one step closer that I really felt that in the beginning part, maybe. But in this, I like I like the way it sounds with uh, with the singing. Yeah, it's good. Okay, I gave it an A um, because I keep giving things mm -hmm. A's. That's a spoiler. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's different. It's smooth. It's like a nice smooth whiskey. All right, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. One is by myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. So I, I don't know. I am not sure about this one. I find it interesting. I. I'm, I feel like I'm going to offend you. No, I fine. find this one a little boring, and I don't know why what? that is. I was As I was trying to, like, re-listen to it, I was trying to put my it finger is. on exactly what it is, and I... It yes? What? I didn't listen to the best part? Here, I can't tell like me what right to go to. right after Mike Shinoda, Chester just screams. In the beginning? Uh, sort of. Actually, oh I, I will say... <laughs> <laughs> the dynamic yes. Sorry. don't mean to talk over you or no you know your opinions no, are your opinions <laughs> even when they're wrong no um, no. <laughs> just so no 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 opinionated. The, the scream is amazing that yes. there is no doubt in my mind um about that you're right. That was, thank you for making me go back to that and remember that that was in there because I do like it. And I even wrote it actually in my notes. Yeah. I wrote that I found it a little boring, but I also wrote in parentheses, good scream. Good <laughs> So important. <laughs> Quite critical. Am I right? So, 
so analytical, so brilliant to write good screen in parentheses for this song. Um, <laughs> it's satisfying. No, it's um, these ones. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's great. It's great. Um, and the thing is, even when I say that I find it a little boring, I didn't give it a low mark. Like I don't hate it. I would still listen to it. I gave it a B minus. That's not super low. <laughs> I mean, it's not super high. It's not super. That, I think this might be the lowest oh, wow. for me. This on song slaps. <laughs> Which, uh, that's, okay, I'm sorry. Though, no, course. tell me why you love it. Because maybe in you telling me, I will gain appreciation think, for okay. it. I would love to hear I'm it. I'm curious why you find it boring. I don't know. I, is it my genetic part? Or is it the structure is it too might be structured, like too repetitive? I don't love the rap in this one, okay. I will say. That's like probably in it, the beginning and everything. Yeah, I think that is it, maybe. I think it's that the the scream at the beginning is amazing, but then the the kind of like I don't know, would you qualify that as like sing scream? Chester's part doesn't like it doesn't pull me in, which normally one or the other will with their songs. And then the Shinoda rap for me in, in this one doesn't do it either. Like I can't, I don't know. I don't resonate with the lyrics very much. I'm not, there's, so for me, I think that's part of it. Yeah, for some reason I just can't, I can't really connect to this one much and I don't know why, but. Huh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, fine, <laughs> totally, I'm very curious. Um, I think Mike Shinoda kills this one because uh, he's leading it, nice. which, you know, but, but it is a different style. He's totally like chilling. Um, he's chilling. But mm -hmm. I really just love the dynamic between him mm -hmm. and Chester and the scream. It's just, you know, it's got the contrast and I enjoy contrast in this yeah i gave it an a always okay sorry okay. i sorry i didn't like your it's okay dude it's okay um so the next one is in the end and i will say i don't even need to listen to this one because this one is the one that i knew the most and probably prejudged unfairly Linkin Park by this song, uh, because this to me was their song that blew up when I was younger. Like I, everyone's, everyone I knew seemed to know this song. Um, this was the Linkin Park song for some reason that everyone knew. I don't know if that's true in general of them, but that is what I experienced. Um, but to be fair, I don't think this song is bad, which is the other funny thing, because I think I prejudged Linkin Park based on this song and was like, oh, I don't think I really like Linkin Park that much. But this song isn't even bad. Actually, I gave it a really high rating. So it's like, it doesn't make sense to me. No, it does. Brains are weird. I kind of get it. Um, I, I do like the piano in this one. It's a lot more uh, noticeable than it is in a lot of other songs on the album. And I think the kind of the simplicity in some ways 
of the song work. It's not really that simple, to be fair. I do think they're doing a lot in general. So simplicity is probably not the best word to use. But in comparison to some of their other stuff, maybe it's more traditional, I guess, and more listenable than some other things that that are on this album. I think maybe that's why it became so successful. And it definitely was a radio play one, in a sense. But yeah, I, despite that, I think it's really, like, I really enjoy it. I get why it was popular, because I do think it is good. So sometimes things get popular for a reason. I'm curious, I don't know, this is a very specific question, but if you like when the part when Chester gets soft, like near the end, but I put my trust in you part. Mm, I'm probably a little more iffy on that. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Mm. Um, and then he. It's okay. Yeah. I don't. Pretty much. Well, yells it. Yeah. I, I think I always prefer him screaming or yelling, but there are moments where I really enjoy his singing. And then there are other moments where I'm like, oh, it's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. That it's okay. At the end. But I is yeah, the I would song say. we made him Luke listen to. He didn't like it. Um uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. But yes, it's iconic. Wait, what'd you rate it? Yeah. Oh, I actually gave this one an oh, A. Yes, maybe you said that. Um I think it's iconic. It's melodic which is probably why it's so popular. Mm-hmm. It was, is. Um, yeah. It's very memeable, like, nowadays. Like, always. You can always that say, so like, true. I tried so yeah. hard and got too far. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and I think Mike Shinoda kills it. Um, it's slightly... Yeah. Yeah, the rap on this one is really good. I think that's one of the reasons I rated it so high, actually, because it's... For me, it shows him off really well, I think. Mm-hmm. Not one of my favorites, um, though. No, it's not one of my favorites either. I did rate it high, but it's not It's not one of my favorites. I have four favorites. Um, We've gone through three. FYI. Okay. Have you said them all? No. As we've gone? Yeah, oh, yes, I, yes. I, well, I've definitely been saying mine. You can say... Yeah, we can recap for both albums at the end. Okay. Which is our favorites and least okay, favorite sure. songs of each that. album. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Cool. So, next one. A place for my head. A place for my head. Ooh. I'm trying to think of how I would describe that intro. <laughs> sort of groovy. Something groovy. Mm. It's like dark Spanish. Like yes, Capone. dark Spanish. Like Latino, uh, flamenco, maybe. Deb- Gabby, I've never. Oh, wow, I'm being hyperbolic, but I've never been more amazed by a phrase than I was just now when you said dark Spanish. That is. That's not even like an accurate. So good. Thing to say. No, it is though. It's not- if you listen to the first seven seconds of this song and you don't agree that it is dark Spanish, you're wrong. I just don't know what to tell you. It's so, so good. Anyway, 
Um, wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue just for a second and then. Okay, I'm just gonna say this one's my. Oh wait, what did I lose, Gabby? No, she's gone. I'm gonna listen to this while she reconnects. A place for my head. Dark Spanish intro. Love that. Also, this song, Straight Slaps. I, this is the one that I said that out loud the first time I heard it. I was like, this is so good. It's number one for me on this album. It's my my top, my favorite. Um, just, I love everything about it. The rap is phenomenal. I think it's so good. It's got such nice flow. I like the lyrics a lot. I think they're really interesting. And then that, oh, the, the, Chester's part, I don't even know how to, oh man, it's so good. I, I love the way it like moves into the yell. Um, it feels like something really singable to me, which I also like because I don't know that I could sing all of these songs in general, but I could, could see myself yeah. singing with this one. And I just really like it a lot. I don't really have anything super profound to say I guess about it other than it just it hit me hard it hit me right away and I've loved it since and every time I listen to it I, I like it again and more and more and probably will continue to feel that way so yes 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 did I pass the test <laughs> yes okay this is all this this concludes my fourth favorite, which in no particular order, I actually don't Sick. know what my favorite is, to be honest. Um, a Place for My Head is one of my favorites as well, and it is an <laughs> A. I agree, actually. Like, I totally agree with, like, the rap parts are good. The vocals are actually pretty easy to sing along with, and then the screams really get there. It's yeah, really so just so good what a good oh, song it's really great yeah, yeah. this is it's my top i'm really happy that we have similar favorites on both of the albums except like a few missteps but mostly it's lining up which is cool um mm. where it counts so yeah nice. all right yeah that was that one's so good okay so now we'll keep going. Um, I think after after that one, is anything gonna be quite the same? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's, let's see if we can get a good intro for this. The next one is called Forgotten. I'm trying to remember other things that I've thought about this song. Um, I will, this one's just slaps you straight at the intro, which I really appreciate actually. So there's not really a buildup as there is with, with other songs where we can take some moments to think about Frogger or Dark Spanish or whatever. Um, <laughs> there's nothing like that. They're just gonna straight hit you at the beginning of this song, um, which I enjoy. I, I think the intro for me is like, it's the best, the best part I like I like that it just jumps right in, doesn't pull any punches, except literally punching you. But I don't. I also don't love the rap on this one. I think that I. So the thing is, for me, I guess with Mike Shinoda's raps, I think when they hit, they hit so hard for me, and I love them. But then, then there are other times where they don't hit, and I 
I don't, and then I don't love the song as much because I think it's, mm-hmm. it's, that is maybe affecting the way I feel about it. Because when the rap is really good, then I'm, I'm so sold. I'm so in. Uh, but then when there are moments where I'm doubting it, I think that's when I, it's when I kind of, I don't know, I'm not fully there sometimes. And for me, this one, I think the rap is a huge part of the song. So I think that's why maybe it's not, it's not my favorite, but it's not horrible. It's still a B for me. Um, again, I, d- I think maybe the only songs that I was, would have rated. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't rate anything lower than a B minus. Um, maybe if we had done the extended edition, I might have, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> but we can talk about that later. So, but overall, like I don't have horrible things to say about even the songs that I wasn't as interested in, I will say. Cause they're still consistent. They still have a good sound. Um, and they're still really shining moments. Like for this one, the beginning for me is a shining moment. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So this is actually the one I wrote the most on, actually. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Um, because it's very unusual, um, I think, for them. Uh, it's not unusual in general, but for them. Because Chester rapping so aggressively is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Even from the get-go, that's, that's cool. And then them riffing off of each other, I always like collaboration here um <laughs> and then i really really like the the melodic guitar clean tone um mm-hmm. the yeah that crisp very clean i have a thing i have a really big thing for either one thick strings or two thin clean tones something to remember <laughs> Because this is going to haunt me for all of the albums and reviews to come. Um, Can't wait. That has guitar in it. So, yes. Very clean tones. Love it. Uh, this one, this song in particular, uh, is pretty influenced, I think. Uh, it reminds me of Avenged Sevenfold. Mm. The melody, like Chester's Clean song part, huh. it's very Avenged to me. And then this whole thing, but like the beginning parts and stuff is very new, new metal-y feeling. And then it goes to the alt metal kind of scene where Avenged is. So that's interesting, I guess. Hmm. Cool. Nice. I gave it an A. A. (laughs) Sweet. Um, okay, cool. Okay, this next one. I'm pretty sure I remember which one. Let's just for a moment. Yeah, so Cure for the Itch is the next song. And yeah, it's I guess is it's it's not instrumental though. Or is it? Would you qualify this as an instrumental? I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah? Okay. Which I I will say I really appreciate that this is on the album. And I like I like that it's like kind of a a pause or like a switch of pace in some way um, with the nice scratching sounds quite good. But I, I feel like I don't, I don't know 
I don't feel like I have intelligent things to say about it. Like, I enjoy it. I just have, I don't feel like I have anything very good to say. Like, I just, I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. It feels consistent. It doesn't feel out of place to me or anything like that. But I, I don't know what else to say about it. Would you rate it? I gave it a B. Cool, cool. Which understandable. Yeah. So it's funny because, you know, this is totally like Luke's realm in explaining things. So if we ever do an, something with Luke, which it's probably gonna go, I I like it. I don't like it. I can't explain myself. It's gonna be so fun. Um I will take better like notes yeah. when we do okay. that, I swear. But it is hard. Like, when you don't know certain genres and stuff, you, you just, you, you can't really, like, explain a lot. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> it makes sense. Um, here for the it. So, Scritch. I love Scritch. Yeah. It's very uh, wobbly uh, in the beginning. And it's actual slap. It actually slaps. And then it goes to atmospheric, which is exactly what you're saying of like how the album is like. So they have those two dualities of like, mm -hmm. we are like scratch scratch. Um, and also this like atmospheric ambiance, yeah, yeah. like melodic smoothness to their music um, totally. in this album. So it was cool. Um, it's a cool refrain right before the last song. So, yeah, I gave it an What did a. you rate it? A. Next. Mm -hmm. Okay. Last one. Oh, what would we call that intro? Wait. <laughs> um, the last song is pushing me away, and I'm trying to think of a way to describe the intro, and I'm so far I'm coming up with... Um, I think it's like, oh, what was it? I had something. Wait, let me, one more. Oh, you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like dial tone and then into, into a doorbell that is playing um, Don Henley's The Boys of Summer, which I love. This is a positive for me. That Like I, okay, but no, really, that is actually 100% what it sounds like to me. Um, wow, very specific. <laughs> I didn't realize how specific I felt about this until I just listened to it again. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, so pushing me away. Uh, aside from the intro, which is great, and I have explained it fairly right. specifically now. Um, <laughs> of course. I really okay. I love this one. Um, I think I've chosen. Well, I think you also chose four. So I guess we're even because this is also one of my favorites. Um. Yeah, so this is in my top four. Um, I love I love this song. I think it's such a great way to close the album. I'm so glad it's this and not the other two that were on the bonus nice. edition that I first listened to because I was, would have had quite a different opinion on the closing of the album in that case. But in this case, it's a great song to go out on. Uh, yeah, the everything about it works perfectly. Um, I wrote in my notes that I can see 
like the callback to crawling in this one. And I can also see, I also see a little bit of from in the end, kind of the way that the, the rap and the vocals mix in this, but I like it. I think I like it better than, than both of those songs actually, but it's, it's so nice. I, yeah, I, I really like, I feel like Chester's voice on this one is maybe the cleanest of all of them in some way is this I don't know if you agree with me on this but no that's fine I yeah I think it I guess it resonates in a very smooth way to me in this one and I I really like it I like it a lot a plus for me nice I just wrote crying so you know I think, yes, it's, uh, you probably like it more because it's more realistic and less, yeah. less like dramatic angsty, like crawling and in the end. I know that has an appeal, but like this is more like digestible. I think for me, it's the build. And I think that that is actually something that I find so commendable in this album is there's yeah. so much layering happening in general. Um, and it never really feels forced, even in the songs that aren't like my favorite songs, it just, everything flows really nicely and there's always so much purpose and in that kind of like tug and pull. And so there are some songs where it hits really hard with the angst to kind of all the way through, like you're saying. And then there are songs like this one where it's sort of kind of this like build up towards it and then it kind of, it like ebbs and flows. But again, it's always so natural. And I really like, I like the way that that's handled. And I think this one's yeah. such a good example of that because it just, it's so nicely like layered in with the yeah. rap and the, the more sort of smooth-ish vocals. And then you have that kind of great punchy, uh, yelly chorus, which I enjoy so much. And then it fades out. And doesn't have 30 <laughs> seconds left. Hey, we already know I hate that silence. last song. Yeah, so you, <laughs> we don't need to beat that <laughs> dead horse anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. No, you can't. Vote me for your album. You know, of this podcast I, episode. I don't have any regrets <laughs> about picking the White Stripes I'm album. Kidding. I'm glad I picked it. It is true to my yeah. middle school self and to a lot of foundational music but yeah I think we just have different relationships to our formative albums is what I'm realizing I yeah it's true I don't, definitely I feel very strongly and you just you're like this was yeah. important but I moved on kind of thing I was like yeah, I'm still in Well, the thing is, I kind of could have picked something like that, and I'm sure really we'll eventually get there when we go back to other things. Like, yeah, yeah, there are other, there are certainly bands that I cannot be objective about at all. Um, and even with my bias towards the White Stripes, I don't, yeah, I don't feel like I don't feel like it's indicative of everything. But it's indicative of some things, I guess. And the last two bonus songs on Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory suck, kind of. Um, theoretically, I would have given them a C, both of them. 
my December and high voltage. My December, I'm not a fan of the vocal style in the intro. It's simplistic and it reminds me of Shadow of the Day, which is fine. Like, I like Shadow of the Day, um, the song, but yeah, it's just bad. Um, high voltage is a Mike Shinoda song and I'm not a fan of the chorus. I appreciate the strings because I am, I'm a sucker for strings as well and the voice over part because I like weird things like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's it for me. Yeah, I didn't go back and recap after the first time when we decided that we weren't doing the full. So I did listen to High Voltage mm-hmm. in my December, I think my first listen, maybe my first and second. But yeah, I didn't, I have just like a few notes on them and they weren't, neither of them really stuck with me much. I didn't like my December though. I said it was the softest song, but also I get why soft isn't their game. Um, And (laughs) I stand by that in some ways. I, I think that Hmm. maybe actually I would like, you can, you can show me if I am wrong. Uh, In this album, I'd say there's not really any soft songs, which is fine. And I think that they shine uh, without any need for soft songs. So, yeah. Yeah. It's an issue. Uh, I guess if I should talk about that, it's like Chester really struggled with this whole concept because they both knew, Chester especially knew their strengths of like the first two albums Mm -hmm. for sure. The third album is still really good, but there are softer songs in that one. So that's an interesting album, and it's Midnight. Um, Yeah. And after that, he lost most of the fan base, including me. And it sucks because a lot of people told him to, like, kill himself and, like, go back to the old Linkin Park and stuff like that. Um, but like he wanted to like get better. Like he knew that like he like you know, it's kinda like the artist thing of like uh I'm suffering because it's better for my art. Hmm. So Chester actually wanted to make happier songs and it totally isolated the brand of Lincoln Park. Yeah. Like so in reality, he probably, that's the tricky thing, right? So record deals are like you have to make a certain amount of albums, like mm-hmm. a number, um, as part of your signed deal. I don't know how much, how many he needed to do. Um, but yeah, so uh, he really should have just did solo stuff more um, to, I don't know, but he would still have to be in kind of angry mentality mm-hmm. i mean slipknot kind of did it did well transitioning to like i know a lot of the real fans for slipknot are like oh the anger is kind of fake like we can kind of tell that you're not actually like as angry as before because like you're getting better mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah so chester really suffers he tried to get better and then rip, you know, and that's the hardest 
death I've ever had in my life, mm-hmm. which is weird. But um, yeah, poor child. Seriously, it's yeah. The fans definitely like haunted him in a sense. Yeah, this is oh man. It's one of the caveats of any kind of fame, but I think particularly something that is artistic and tied so deeply to your psyche. It's so, I don't know. It's so rough. We expect so much from people and yeah, it's, I don't know how we tamper that expectation because when they live up to it, it's like you, you are, you know, praising everything they do but then the moment that somebody kind of missteps um or goes outside of this bubble that you have them in when you don't actually Mm -hmm. maybe know who they really are or or anything about them then it becomes such a huge problem so yeah right and yeah the thing that fans needed was not what chester needed right and that's the that's the thing is that we often, I don't know, I think we seek out a lot of things when we're at dark, or when we're in dark places. Uh, And so those things help us, but then it's, um, I don't know, it's a question of if it's actually cathartic for the person who is creating the thing, or if it is ultimately harming them, and then do we care enough about that person as a person and not just a maker of a thing to want them to, to get better and to get what they need versus what we need. So, or think we need from them. It's so stupid because like, honestly, like millions of people, they could just listen to something else. Mm -hmm. Just don't harass artists. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, like, people are, like, so entitled, like, oh, I'm Jeff366 on (laughs) MySpace.com, and you need to write an angstier album now. You're not angry enough in this one song. Anyway, it's a very dumb, dumb example, but, you know, the internet's kind of like that, but. It's true. Yeah. Uh, interesting Good old Jeffy. Jeff 366 was it? Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> Let's bring him back for a segment. Um Okay. All right. My rating oh, for yeah. this album is a 96% because I literally gave everything an A except for with you and I gave that an AB. Yeah. Okay. So, um, as I said, I feel like my ratings, I did both. And when I did my OG one, I didn't, I don't believe this at all. So don't be offended because it's like, it's my first draft of the formula and it's wrong. Um, so when I first did it, it came out as a 66%, which is way too low. Um, don't worry. Uh, but then when I redid my formula, it's an 83%, which I think is much more appropriate. Um, yeah. So then what I would say is, so this was an 83%. 
the White Stripes album came out as an 85% on the one I more agree with. So I think that's like both albums were overall obviously high for me. Um, yeah. I think the thing is with the Linkin Park one, I think over time it would probably move up the scale for me, whereas I don't think the White Stripes one will. And I also think... I think, hmm, yeah, I, yeah, I think that the Linkin Park one is one that I would return to in some ways more, especially as a whole album, I actually think I would return to it more, because I think with the White Stripes, when I listen to it, I'll probably pick and choose more, but I could see myself shuffling Hybrid Theory, or just listening to it when I was in the mood for something in this vain so yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think lincoln park the album just really cohesive to me mm -hmm. i think see it's true all the intros to all the songs they're all different they all clap and <laughs> but also just like how each part is has been interesting in a lot of these songs. Um, yeah, it's pretty um, standard structure for song uh, song structures. Mm -hmm. But so that's pretty um, accessible, I think. Yeah. 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 The recap, I guess. Oh, sure. Let's do uh -huh. a brief recap. And then we can do some of uh, our favorites from White Stripes and our least favorites. Okay. Um, so from Elephant, my favorites are uh, I Just Don't Know What to Do With Myself, uh, Little Acorns, my top number one. Definitely listen to that one. And Hardest Button to Button. Um, yeah. Go, Gabby. Hmm. My favorite... Sorry, I can hear myself. Um, Seven Nation Army. Little Acorns is my favorite. Uh, and Hypnotize. Yeah. Oh, and least favorite. Sorry, I realized. I don't know if I should have said them at the same time. Least favorite is, yeah, it's true that we love one another. It's an easy one for me. Hate that song. I, I don't hate any of the other songs. I just like that one. I know what your least favorite is, though. But please say it. <laughs> My least favorite is In the Cold, Cold Night. My second least favorite is, well, it's true that we love one another. Yeah. Fair. And... <laughs> Uh, you've got her in your pocket is my third least favorite. Oh yeah, basically all the weak vocal ones. That's uh, you've got At her least. in your in uh your pocket is also low for me. It's the lowest other than uh it's true. Well, it's true that we love one another for me. Too soft, too soft for me. Better vocals than the others, but it's super boring and not seeming like. Should actually be a song. <laughs> I just there's something like a recorded song. That song there's something so 
it's just way too sentimental for me. I think it's like, I know it's, I don't know. The metaphor just doesn't work for me. I don't, this, I don't know. And the saving locket line, I just hate it. I don't know. It's something, it's very cringy for me now that I'm thinking, anyway, (laughs) we don't need to talk about it more. I just don't like it. I'm, I'm not enjoying it. Um, all right. For a hybrid theory, my favorites were paper cut, points of authority, crawling, and a place for my head. Sweet. Um, yeah, so for me, my favorites were paper cut, run away, pushing me away, and a place for my head is my top, top, top number one. My least favorite with you. And I can't say anything else. Uh, I think my lowest rated is by myself. So I guess that's the one. Okay. So cool. That is the first episode. Pretty much. That ran really long. Obviously. Um, So the next episode we're planning on doing is about what Mr. Rona. Mr. Rona. Yeah. We're going to talk about quarantine. Um, We're going to talk about how our listening habits changed and developed uh, during this world pandemic and also go through separately in two shorter episodes playlists that we have made which somewhat represent our um quarantine taste i guess the things we were listening to on repeat and or whatever um (laughs) yeah yes that's it yeah yeah they'll be separate so one episode for jesse and one for me Mm -hmm. um there's going to be 11 songs on the playlist per person so it'll hopefully capture everything we need to talk about yeah, yeah. probably not knowing us but we'll try and we're gonna live react we have a lot of yes we're going to live react to each play like to the other person's playlist which like we're not gonna prep yeah listening to that person's playlist the only thing is it would be interesting if we could actually have our reaction is that a pen or is it just a feather it's a feather okay